Hi and welcome to my podcast. I'm here today with my co-host Sophie. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie and today's topic is toxic relationship. As you guys know, last week we did touch on the topic so we thought we'd continue it. Yes, so toxic relationships. Now you can probably find toxic relationships with all types of people. When I say that, I mean you can find them in romantic relationships, which is probably the most common, but also you can find them in friendships and um, with, with your family as well. So there are a few red flags, uh, especially in romantic relationships and maybe with friends. Family, that's a bit of a, you know, that your family might not be yeah. able to clock onto the red flags at that moment. But when you're getting to know someone new, you, there are red flags from the beginning. And most of the time, we either don't notice them or we don't want to notice them. And within time, it's harder to notice them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing like over time you start feeling drained and that could be seen as a big sign, like just mentally, physically sometimes, and not being feel feeling supported as well. Like, have you noticed, like, you know those relationships where they get into a relationship, but then over time you see your friend not talking to you anymore, yeah. or, like, they don't want to hang out with you, like, that, those kinds... You could say yeah. that's kind of toxic, because you can, you can see her support circle is leaving her, in a sense. Yeah, because I think... You, you become tired, yeah. you know, physically and emotionally tired. And I think feeling drained is like the number one thing when, like you mentioned, you lose touch of the people around you. Yeah. You withdraw because you're just so tired. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes you can get the case where, like, your partner is telling you, oh, why are you spending time with them? Mm. Come spend time with me. And you're just... That's a red flag in itself. Yeah. Like, you should know, okay, I need to make time for other people and that is you know that's the controlling aspect that comes in I think toxic people are very controlling they could be quite openly controlling telling you don't do this don't do that or they could be I think manipulative yeah so in a way kind of like saying oh you know you doing that I'm not a fan or something and then you could be someone that feels bad so you don't do it so but that's still controlling yeah and then in the long term they start holding grudges like oh you left me on this day and went went out and had fun by yourself that yeah. that in itself like yeah, yeah holding literally. grudges like yeah yeah and you could they could, they don't let it become because it's it's like leverage yeah it's like leverage and it's like you know when you argue i think one thing with um toxic relationships is that the arguments are very hostile you know they're you know when you're trying to tell someone toxic how you feel mm. they either make it about them um victimize themselves and then they'll be bringing up things from previous arguments yeah just to build a case yeah like because they want to still hold on to that control aspect mm. yeah yeah and you know, as as we mentioned before, with like feeling drained as well, you know, all these things, they make you lose touch of yourself. So you start to like care less about yourself. Um, you also doubt yourself because someone's kind of making decisions or, you know, doing things. You feel like you're walking on eggshells all the time. And 
you just you know it just brings out the worst in you yeah yeah yeah, it really does and because you're if someone's arguing with you all the time your like neural pathways are like you know activated and they're they're on like defense mode Mm. all the time and your friends pick it up like you mentioned you know your friends realize oh you're behaving different you're not yourself anymore you seem low in, in mood and sometimes when they are confronting you 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 as a person who's feeling drained and like um, demoralized, you uh, tend to become defensive mm. because you want to, you want to, you want in a way you want to have that relationship, don't mm. you? But then you don't want to realize, see yourself being in a toxic relationship. I guess. Yeah, and you saying that it does kind of remind me that, you know, when I've spoken to friends and you know that have been in these situations it's like you want it because they're a toxic person is very up and down so when Mm -hmm. it's good it is so good like no one else can match to it but when it's crap you know so that's the up the low yeah Yeah. so the low is horrible so Mm -hmm. it's like the higher the high the lower the low and it's the highs that make you want to still remain Mm -hmm. in these relationships yeah but some people they do make the choice to be in a toxic relationship because some people they like the drama they like yeah. they like it they enjoy it some like i don't know how to explain it but do you, do you yeah, understand yeah yeah i think there are certain personalities or certain characteristics that are more likened to to engage with someone that is toxic and i think there's like from the top of my head i'm going to say like two types of people so there's mm-hmm. one type of person that's like very empathetic Mm. they feel bad Mm. they see the good in everyone they want to help them yeah like i'll help you i'll be your (laughs) yeah knight in shining armor literally like i'll I'll be able to change (laughs) them but you you know you can't change no one you know (laughs) especially um someone that's toxic they don't see their own flaws Mm. but we'll touch on that later so first type of person someone that's you know empathetic wants to help them, wants to change them, blah, blah, blah. And then the second one, like you touched on, is people that like the drama, like mm. they, f- they fend off, off this. And usually those types of people may even be toxic themselves. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking that, yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking maybe they have like some sort of emotional trauma that they're, like maybe it's giving them some sort of comfort, mm. like reminding them of something in their childhood. I don't know, like that's attracting them to that relationship, would you say? Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people that are um, quite toxic and go for toxic people, like you said, they do have some kind of trauma. And it could be, you know, maybe in their childhood, they had controlling people around them. Mm, so they feel secure. Yeah, that. yeah. that's their comfort, yeah. even though it's bad. Yeah. Even though others, you know, we see it as bad. <laughs> to them, that's the norm. And yeah. they don't want to get out of it. That's comfort for them. That's mm. all they know. They think that's how it should be. And I think with other, kind of touching on like other signs of, toxic people I think you could be the nicest person in the world and you can give and give and give and someone toxic 
they'll still make you feel like crap. Yeah. They'll still make you feel like it isn't enough. You need to give them more. And most of the time, they might not, not even be giving you much. Or, or they'll be giving you a lot as well and make you feel like... You shouldn't deserve it. Yeah, you shouldn't deserve it or yeah. that you owe me something. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, and they'll bring that up in arguments and be like, but I gave you this, yeah. I did this for yeah. you, but you didn't give anything back to me. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, you probably did, but they just yeah. don't acknowledge it. Yeah, and you can, it's not just in relationships, you can also find that with family members and yeah. in friends. Yeah. So these are traits, just not just in relationships. So. Traits in friends as well. Yeah. Um, because that reminds me of um, a few people I've known and it's, you know, and I've had stories and things like with friends, there are that that your friends can be toxic too. Mm, you know, yeah. it may not be to an intense um, amount, like, you know, with, yeah, I think with a, a relationship. Yeah, like with the, in yeah. a romantic sense, yeah. your emotions are probably in deeper and mm. they're more intense than with friends. Yeah. Um, so with friends, I'm thinking, you know, when when you when you go see someone and you leave them. Mm. I'm going back to our first point where you feel drained. Yeah. And it's very much so like you'll be trying to they'll be talking a lot. They'll be telling mm. you, Oh, you know, life is crap. Da, 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 da. I had I had I knew mm. someone that was just very negative and yeah. I always left feeling so completely drained. And when I tried to like change the topic or even talk about myself because mm. it was always about them yeah even when I brought up things that I wanted to talk about they'd always kind of bring it back to them yeah, yeah. like if you talk about your problem or you say like a scenario that you're feeling or you're you've just experienced they'll be like yeah but I had this time and it was so much more worse yeah yeah and, exactly yeah. making themselves you know, it's just they're, they're the bigger victim, yeah. or they've experienced more like pain than yeah. you. It's like a competition, yeah. yeah. And it's like in such a wrong way, you know. It it shouldn't not one. It shouldn't even be a competition, yeah. Because you should just be there to support, like yeah. no matter like if it mm. if it was you in in a scenario, I would be there to support, and then vice versa, you would be there for me to support. Yeah. You, do, you don't bring in your problems yeah. and be like, yeah, but I experienced this though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, I feel bad for me, feel bad for me, you know? Yeah. And it's it's really, and the thing is you shouldn't compare scenarios anyway. Everyone goes through crappy things. That's yeah. like one thing in life that we know is gonna happen is that mm. someone crap, something crap is gonna happen to you. Um, so yes, basically friends can be toxic too and mm. family. And family, yes. Um, so, but why are these people toxic? So, like we kind of touched on before, it yeah. is very much um, emotional trauma. You know, yeah. toxic people, they have a need to, like, put others down. Because, yeah. in a way, it increases their sense of self-worth, you know, yeah. their, their self-esteem, their confidence. You know, a toxic person may know that they are toxic or they might not know that they're toxic yeah. and they you know they've usually experienced trauma and they're not able to deal with 
with their issues so what they do is they avoid them and then they create a false sense of identity so mm. they've created this picture of who they are yeah or who they want to be but they're living that fake kind of picture that you know that false sense of identity and then what they do is they project their pain into others so saying others are like you know like you're this you're that mm. and most of the time all those adjectives or whatever it is they're saying they're actually the ones that are like that mm, so yeah. also just, it's going back to that point yeah. where you see your flaws in someone else and you can't face it yeah yeah. yeah so that's literally what it is mm. and I think it's 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 pretty um it's pretty crappy because yeah. they can make other people feel crappy yeah. <laughs> and you know it is a defense mechanism it's it's a behavior that they're doing to avoid dealing with themselves yeah and if someone is toxic to you it usually means that you trigger you trigger an emotion um in them also like jealousy or like feeling threatened and not wanting to like look at themselves first is that like a few like points where we can yeah. see it? Yeah. So jealousy, it's it could be like they see something in you know I want to I want to say you as okay. an example, yeah. not like you, but yeah, as in like yeah, you. Yeah, sure. So yeah. if they see um, something in you that they want, it could be like a loving family or like a good support system or something like that. They oh, don't. So they it don't triggers have. them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they behave in that way towards you because they feel like they can't have it or they don't have it exactly so they're jealous because you've got something they they want Mm. so it's like an insecurity like a reflection of their insecurities coming at them yeah and they're like no defensive mode yeah literally and you know it makes and especially with this kind of false sense of identity it's very much um you've built this whole picture up and you, you mentioned feeling threatened as well. So when their picture is being threatened by someone else, someone that maybe, you know, kind of knows of their dark secrets or whatever it is, or someone that Ooh, can ruin okay. that yeah, picture, yeah. then they target those types of people as well to try and control them. Oh, okay. To push them down, yeah. make them feel crap. So yeah. their ideal... Persona you know, yeah, isn't ruined. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, um, like, obviously, toxic people, they don't know they're toxic, so they won't reach out to get help. So as a person, like, maybe if you're in a relationship that's toxic, how can you get them help without making them feel threatened or or making them feel insecure to the point where they will emotionally damage you? As in how to help a toxic person? Yeah, yeah. So I think... Um... I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and they were actually kind of telling me the differences between an unhealthy relationship and a toxic relationship. And in his kind of, in his perspective, he was like, an unhealthy relationship, yeah, you may, no one's perfect, right? So no relationship's going to be perfect. So the difference is that with an unhealthy relationship, an unhealthy individual will be willing to change. So if someone says, oh you know, you're, you're behaving in this way, I'm not a fan of it, then an unhealthy person 
does have the ability to be like, oh damn, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that. They have the ability to oh, self-reflect, okay. to become self-aware. Yeah. Whereas a toxic person, they have no self-awareness. Oh, okay. So they're very narcissistic. Yeah, kind of. they can, yeah. yeah I think that there is a, 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 it, there is a narcissistic element to it. Yeah. And it is, you know, I don't know if it's no self-awareness. So maybe when they become aware, they could change. But even that, I've heard people say, oh, I know I'm toxic, but. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. But even that whole kind of narrative of yes, but, yeah. or no, but, yeah. it's like, are you really aware? Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're, they're, they're literally like, yeah, but that's not my problem. Yeah. That's basically their outlook on life. Exactly. Yeah. And that in itself, it's like, no, hun, it really is your problem. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. But that's really interesting. So, like, obviously being an un- being in an unhealthy relationship can we go into that a yeah. bit into more detail because that's really interesting like for people to be able to differentiate between the two so like how um you obviously said they're willing to change mm. what other traits would you be able to see in an unhealthy relationship so number one is that okay although all these things that we've kind of spoken about before about how um, you feel emotionally drained and things like that. Mm. You probably will feel those things in an unhealthy relationship as well. Okay. But it won't be as intense. Okay. okay. As in a toxic relationship. So would you still have the support system, like in an unhealthy relationship? Like, okay, say you and your partner—that's the tox- the unhealthy relationship. Would you be able to fall back on your friends or your your family? Yeah, because. In a toxic situation, you they 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 alienate you. Yeah. They make you feel like I think another trait with a toxic relationship is that they make you feel like they're the only ones that have your back. Okay. But yeah. they actually don't. Yeah. They say things they might say things about your friends that aren't true or yeah. make you kind of it's kind of like um oh, having that control. Yeah, and okay. trying to and a, trying to split people so trying to alienate them yeah saying your friends don't actually care about you or your family aren't really going to have your back i have your back okay so come with me yeah you know i'm everything you have okay but which is that's not true yeah so in an unhealthy relationship there won't be that kind of divide a toxic person tries to make that divide um so unhealthy relationship you know an unhealthy person is not going to pull you away from from your friends and your family and your support system oh that's very true so uh, like so obviously we've just touched on friends and relationships as in partners mm. but a lot of times there's kids that grow up in toxic relationships mm. and a lot of times those kids it's all they've ever known mm-hmm. they don't know anything else so when they go into the real world and they see other people without these traits it can be triggering so how how could you get help for them because they don't they might not realize i've been in a toxic relationship for so long the thing is it's very difficult to do things for people Mm. um they need to come to a place where you know they they engage with the outer world in a toxic place you don't 
you're limited. Someone, you're a toxic person may control how much you engage with the outer world or whatever it is. But once you actually leave your comfort, so if, you, if you're a child in a toxic relationship, all you know is toxic behaviours because that's all you've learned. Yeah. But when they leave and they go to school or whatever it is and they speak with people, yeah. they may realise, oh, damn, you know, I, I have I live in a toxic, toxic household. Yeah. Um, But really it is all about just learning yeah okay and speaking with people and kind of I guess like okay so your mum and dad don't throw things at each other and you know and don't physically fight or whatever it is like that's a bit weird but then the the other person might be like oh um you know a family should be loving yeah you know should be this and then the, the the toxic um, not the toxic child, but the child that's been in the toxic environment may go do some research and be like, oh, damn, you know, yeah. my parents are toxic. And then then their journey yeah. of themselves begins. Yeah. Their journey of self-awareness, their journey of making change for themselves so they don't end up being toxic. Yeah. You touched on a point where you said parents, they can be, like, physically violent. Yeah. But that's not always just a toxic relationship. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Um, I think physical abuse, there's... I guess there's a cultural thing behind it as well. Um, toxic relationships don't have to be physical. Yeah. Most of the time, it's emotional abuse. Yeah. And it can be physical abuse. But it doesn't mean... Um, I mean, in this country, in England... You know, it is abuse. Yeah. But in, I don't know, India or Sri Lanka, it's normal for a man to hit his wife. Okay, yeah. So there's, there is a cultural thing in play there as well. doesn't mean it's toxic. But with toxic relationships, definitely an emotional, you know, emotional abuse is definitely present. Um, And I think you asked as well before how to get someone out of a toxic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, again, you can't do, you can't make people do things. It's very much up to that individual that's there. Your friends, you know, if you're in a toxic relationship, your friends can tell you, oh, you know, he's not good for you. He's toxic, this, this, this. But your heart is going to be like so in it because mm-hmm. emotions, you know, Toxic people play on your emotions. They've literally got it. Like, your heart is, like, on puppet strings on their hands. Like, it is hard to leave just like that. But there will be one thing that will just, you know, one day will click. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll realise, okay, this is my time to leave. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's kind of with anything in life. You and know. it's hard to leave, yeah. though. So, like, what points would you give to anyone who's in a toxic relationship wanting to leave? I think the only thing that comes to mind is make time for yourself. Your relationship is not your life. Yeah. Um, because in a toxic relationship, it can seem that way. But it's not. You have to focus on yourself. And when you start focusing on yourself, that's when things... You know, that's when your self-worth improves, your self-esteem, mm. you get to know yourself and you, and you realise, you know what, I'm not taking this anymore. Yeah. I'm not having it. I'm not and having anyone treat me that way. I feel like by doing that, you start attracting 
people on the same like energy level as you as well yeah like automatically without you even trying because I think people on that level of of energy will automatically gravitate towards you because they can sense oh okay they seem interesting they seem nice like I want to get to know them yeah energy that's a great thing because you know we do feel each other's energy Mm. like we feel each other's vibes like I think in the last podcast we touched on how babies and like dogs and cats they can literally feel people's energies and we can as well it's just that it's not conscious yeah yeah. it's not conscious because consciously we're thinking oh let me give them the benefit of the doubt yeah oh you know maybe my gut feeling is wrong no your gut feeling is always right (laughs) always (laughs) (laughs) it's always right you know but you choose not to see it yeah and it's you know once you start working on yourself your energy like frequency increases you're not you don't feel depleted yeah and like you said you attract a like people that are like that and a toxic person they have crappy energy yeah definitely (laughs) yeah Yeah. and they suck your energy it's like a leech yeah um so there's a reason why they they go toxic people go towards people who are vulnerable or who are down in life like there's a reason for that because yeah. they just automatically maybe can sense your energy and just go towards you. Literally, yeah. they do feel your energy and they mm. feel, you know what, maybe I could manipulate this one, you know, what, she's vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. Let me see how, how much I can ruin their life. <laughs> Even more. Yeah. <laughs> Even more. But, um, yeah, it definitely is a thing that, you know, they have a to- toxic person is like a vulture, yeah. And then, you know, they suss out their prey. You know, mm. some some women, they're, you know, they know themselves. They're very mm. self-aware. They sense a toxic person. They're not going to give them any time of day. Yeah. But someone else, like we're saying, that may not really know themselves well mm. or, you know, aren't really self-aware or whatever it is or have, you know, self-worth issues and this and that they could gravitate towards a toxic person because a toxic person can be very charming. Yeah. Very much like, oh, I've got everything. You know, come yeah. with me, I'll show you the world. Like, so like, um, it was a long time ago, but I watched a series on Netflix mm. and this woman, she was like, well-established, educated, she was making six figures. Yeah. She was like, she she was established, but at the same time, she fell for a toxic person. Uh, so, like, even though you have everything, maybe sometimes your energy level, you're you're not focusing on yourself yeah, sometimes. Because yeah. having a six-figure, whatever, salary and having all these things, yeah. those are just materialistic things. Yeah. You know, how is she... Does she... You know, she might have, I guess, issues in terms of... Insecurities. Yeah, insecurities yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, which, which do make people mm. vulnerable. And that's why self-awareness and all these things are so important. Mm. Um, so you don't end up in yeah. situations like that. But if you have been in a toxic relationship, most of the time, after you've let it go, you probably will automatically start working on yourself yeah. because you've been crushed. Yeah, You're at the bottom, so you need to start your way back up again. So, yeah. yeah. 
And I think a lot of times, like, society, they always, like, kind of push down this narrative of, oh, you have to be in a relationship to be happy. You Mm. have to be in love to be happy. And a lot of times I feel like a lot of people rush into this whole, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in love, get married and be happy ever after. But that's really not the case. No, it's really not. Um, I think, yeah, society has this whole, we got fall in love, get married, have babies and live happily ever after. But if you marry the wrong person or you have babies with the wrong person, then you are going to have some difficulties in your life. Yeah. Yeah, so... So you do have to be really careful of who you decide to to let in in your life yeah and I think before you don't need to be happy like we said to you know a relationship will not make you happy yeah nothing will make you happy only things you do for yourself will make you happy that's very true and slowly slowly once you start to become aware of yourself start to do things for yourself um I think you'll automatically know the type of person you want yeah or like what you you need or want in life Mm. and I think you like so basically start with yourself if you want anything in life just start with yourself look inside and then everything outside will naturally come to you literally it'll just gravitate yeah um yeah so that's it for today um main getaway is just work on yourself yeah you know (laughs) and look out for vultures (laughs) i hope you enjoyed this podcast and um we'll see you next week bye bye